Hello and welcome back to another episode of LMS Cast. My name is Chris Badgett from Lifter LMS, and I'm joined today by a special guest, Phil Dirksen from WP Simple Pay. We're similar people in that we run WordPress-based software companies, and we both care a lot about e-commerce and helping other people sell their products and their courses and the things that they build. I'm really excited to have a conversation with Phil today and introduce him to you all out there. Um, but first, I just want to welcome you and thank you for coming on the show, Phil. Oh, thanks, Chris, for having me. Appreciate it. So Phil is the creator of WP Simple Pay. Uh, I would encourage everyone to check that out. You can go to WPSimplePay.com. He has a demo there. Once you find the demo, you can see what it does. Uh, and there's all these different ways to use it. Uh, but Phil, just to kind of kick us off here, what is WP Simple Pay? What does it do? What problems does it solve? What's it all about? Yeah, sure. It's it's a plugin for WordPress, much like um, Lifter, your plugin. And so it's for accepting credit card payments on your WordPress site, specifically using a payment gateway called Stripe. Um, so it's a way to accept, you can accept one-time payments, uh, recurring payments, subscriptions, you know, like monthly payments. And it's a way to do it pretty quickly without, you know, if you don't need a, a like full shopping cart solution or um, a full membership site or anything like that. It's it's more of a way to get up and running pretty quickly without uh, having to write a lot of code or anything like that either. And one of the ways I like to describe WP Simple Pay is <clears throat> it's really simple. When you look at it, you put these buttons on your site, the basically a buy now button. This thing pops up, and uh, you know people can enter their credit card or additional information. And there's all these different ways you can use it. Uh, and then that just basically facilitates the credit card transaction through Stripe. And Stripe, I personally love because it, um, unlike PayPal, it's just a much better user experience. I like PayPal, but you know, there's a lot of things that aren't so great about it. For example, sometimes you have to, you know, when you check out, you often have to leave where you are, go to PayPal. You have to have a PayPal account. Uh, when it's time to move money as the store owner or the product seller into your account, you have to log into PayPal and tell it to give you the money. Yeah. Um, Stripe, all that's much cleaner, more automated. People stay on your website. They have a smooth checkout experience. The Stripe transfers the money into your bank account without you having to ask them to do that. Uh, it takes about 3% or 2.9 or whatever percent of the transaction. Those are some of the things I like about Stripe. What, what do you like about Stripe, Phil? Yeah, those are all good. Um, yeah, it keeps you on your. It, it keeps the person who's checking out, who's who's paying on your site. Um, even well, the way we implement it, at least, it uh, it, it throws up a checkout overlay, so they're not even leaving the page, uh, the checkout page there, or even where the page the button is located on. Um, yeah, and like you said, the the behind the scenes stuff, connecting your bank account. Um, and in those daily transfers it does on its own. Um, it's just, and, and you can sign, when you sign up as, you know, when you create your Stripe account, if you haven't done that yet, um, it's really, it's really fast. Um, just entering a little bit of your bank account information and you're, you're hooked up right away. Um, I also like, uh, just, 
as a developer uh, working with their API, it's much cleaner, much much better documented, um, and and easy to work with from that standpoint. So whether you know myself creating a plugin or or a WordPress developer creating a custom solution, um, they're usually going to find that a lot easier than a lot of the uh, you know other solutions out there, like maybe older. Um, you know, merchant merchants and PayPal as well. So just kind of that combination of things for the developer, but also for the end user that's creating a Stripe account. Yeah, that's, that's super cool. And I, I've just found Stripe easy to work with. There's um, one of the things that you should check out if you're listening to this or seeing this video um, is just the internationalization of it all. Stripe is available in something like 30 countries. It's not available everywhere. Um, if you just Google like what countries can I use Stripe in, um, I wanna be really clear on how this works where it just depends on what country you as the store owner is in, like where your bank account is. Um, that's what matters in terms of what country it works in. Other than that, anybody anywhere in the world on the internet with a credit card can use your checkout. It's just a question of when you're setting up your Stripe, <clears throat> uh, which countries is it, you know, is your bank in? That's what that's all about. Um, and yeah. they're con they're continuously adding new countries to that, um, and I, I imagine that's just going to continue to grow. So it's always a good idea to check on that. Yeah, there's always. Uh there's always some countries that are in beta or preview or, but they're all, like you said, they're always adding more countries. Uh, they currently, I was just looking it up when you were saying, when you're talking the, they support having a Stripe account in 25 countries right now, but over 135 currencies that you can accept payments in. And then of course, different languages and stuff as well. Um, yeah. So it's, and it's always growing, like you said. Yeah. And that's a beautiful thing to accept money in a hundred and whatever many currencies. Um, that's one of the beauties of the internet and online payment systems uh, is that you can truly have a global business. Before we get into how to use something like WP Simple Pay uh, for different use cases, <clears throat> why did you decide to create this product? Well, it, it wasn't my first product or even my first WordPress plugin. Um, some of the other attempts at products and, and plugins that I had before this, um, they, I guess it was the, the target customers. So uh, I found that selling to customers that either are price sensitive or if it's a product that it's hard to associate, you know, the value that they're getting out of it um, is, is just, it's a harder sell. So it wasn't, um, you know, it was just, well, let me give you an example. So previous plugin of mine that did pretty well, um, it was a freemium plugin. Um, just like my Stripe plugin now it was a Pinterest sharing plugin. Okay. So it was a social sharing plugin. And although a lot of people use them, a lot of people maybe even, you know, pay for, for, premium solutions, plugins, or otherwise to have social features on their sites. Uh, I think a lot of people, a lot of, uh, they couldn't, it's hard for them to say, well, having this, having this social sharing plugin on my site makes me X amount of dollars per month. 
you know. So because of that, it's it, it was I think it's more difficult. So whereas on an e-commerce plugin or you know or selling courses or whatever, it's like you say, well, without you know with this plugin, it's helping me sell X per month, and so they can that association with the value there is it, it's more clear. Yeah, I agree with that point. Um, if you're selling courses or membership sites, um, selling business to business like we're talking mm-hmm. about, where there's like a clear you know, value proposition, uh, is always in many ways, I think a lot easier. Although there are people out there that have a gift for more B2C business to, uh, consumer or customer. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, but that's things like if you're going to design an app for the app store, like a game, angry birds or something, I'm just not that kind of guy. I'm more of a guy who's going to build tools for other entrepreneurs. Um, so I think you have to decide, if you're building a, any product, do you want to do business with other businesses or are you re- truly going after the end customer? Um, yeah. And there's nothing wrong with going after consumers. The B2C is just, you're going to have to, you're probably going to have to price it a lot lower and sell a lot more volume. And that's why Angry Birds is, is a success, even though it cost a dollar in the original one or whatever it was because they sold so many. So it, it can be done and it is done. Um, might take longer to get there. Um, but uh, yeah, the business to business, you definitely can price your product or service higher because of that value that business is getting from it. Yeah, and, and speaking of that, like if you look at Stripe by itself, um, they take, I think 2.9 or 3% of the transaction. It's completely free to set up. They're just going to take that amount out of your, you know, each transaction that rolls through your your site. Um, but that's, it's hard to debate that value. Like you're going to take 3%, which is a small percentage for allowing me to sell whatever I have on my website to the entire yeah. world. I mean, it just makes sense. <laughs> I would yeah. gladly, you know, give Stripe 3% of my money. And, you know, just in terms of online businesses that, I have run in the past and I run now, whenever I have a utility software tool that helps facilitate a transaction, it's almost a non-issue how much it costs or, you know, if it has a renewal annual subscription license or whatever, it's just part of doing business. It's part of my stack and it's, it's pretty easy sell. So I see why uh, I, I like that point about why you chose to get into WP simple pay. Um, well, let's elaborate a little bit on, some of the different uh, options you can do with it. Like I mentioned, you guys should head on over to wpsimplepay.com and check out the demo. There's all these, you know, there's a menu of different demos you can check out and then these buttons you can click with the overlays. What, what's like a really simple WP Simple Pay uh, checkout and what's a, what's a more elaborate one or could you describe some of the options people have? Sure, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, the, the basic... Um, like one time, like you just want to sell something, uh, you know, it's a one-time purchase. It's not a recurring, uh, subscription that you're signing up. Um, I mean, it's, you can, you can put whatever content you want on the page, but you can really just have a button at the very least. Okay. So you sell something for, uh, 20 bucks and then the, Stripe checkout overlay. Okay, so this this is a so Stripe is mainly behind the scenes. They're they're you know approving credit cards, detecting fraud, 
um, all that kind of stuff behind the scenes. It's it's not something your your customer is seeing, but they do offer a Stripe checkout overlay, which is a big part of uh, Simple Pay. And so on that overlay, you can customize a few different things. You can you can require, uh, for instance, you can require um, billing a chip address or not, and you can uh, require zip or postal code or not those kind of things just a few different things you can add a logo and and certain things so that's that's the real kind of bare bones uh kind of configuration and then from there if if you want to collect a little bit more information uh you can you can add some custom fields to it so if you want to collect and they, these will right now in the current state of the of simple pay these will uh reside on the page that's launching that checkout overlay. Again, it's easier if you just go through the demos, but uh, what these will do is uh, record some extra information, like if you want phone numbers and, and options of what they're buying and, and so on and so forth. But, um, but let me back up a little bit too on how, you know, this plugin is different than other Stripe plugins or add-ons. The, the information, you know, so, one of the reasons I said I, I love Stripe is that they're um, signing up for an account is pretty fast and it's easy. And even though they target developers, I would say um, many of our customers are, of Simple Pay's customers are actually are non-developers. And I would recommend it to non-developers. Um, it, it's just, it's, it's easy to, to navigate through and look at your payment details and subscription details and so on. Um, so what Simple Pay does is any extra information that it collects, like from these custom fields and such, it stores in um, the Stripe payment metadata. And metadata is a technical term for basically extra fields in there. So this is all in the Stripe dashboard. And it's this this is Simple Pay is also a lightweight Stripe plugin in the sense that it's not. Um, it's not storing all this extra um, data in your WordPress site, which is not a bad thing, but it's keeping it lightweight. Whereas if you set up WooCommerce or easy digital downloads or, or a lot of these other um, shopping cart solutions, they're storing all the data in WordPress. So it's just a different way that, that we do because Stripe provides all that on their backend, if that makes sense. So that does make sense. So Stripe is really the back end and you're providing the bridge in the simplest way possible for people to sell stuff, get the information to Stripe and have a clean, easy checkout with lots of options. Right, right. So uh, should I keep going through some of the different yeah. options here? Yeah, okay. So there's all Stripe also provides a coupon code um, mechanism in their back end. And so what you can do is you, you set up uh, the coupon codes on, on your Stripe dashboard and then you connect them. You can connect them with your um, simple pay checkout form. And then it'll, it'll read what you've set up in Stripe. Again, this is not stored in WordPress. And there's also, I just want to add a benefit to that when <clears throat> When you're not storing a bunch of sensitive e-commerce information, that's one of the great things about Stripe is they're the ones who are holding the credit card. It's not like you're responsible mm -hmm. for somebody's credit card. Uh, Stripe is. And you, I think you can see the last four digits or whatever if you ever need to like verify. 
mm-hmm. something with somebody on the phone, but all that security is handled by Stripe. Yeah, exactly. You're, you're a lot less is offloaded from your site. So you don't have to worry about that. Uh, and SSL certificate. So having HTTPS is required. Like, like most sites you want to have that anyway, going forward, but, um, that is about all they require. Um, yeah, so, and they, let's see here. So, you know, past past those is when, well, like you said, we can, you, you know, you can, you can change the, uh, you can configure the you know, language that you want to use um, and which, which country and which currency you're using and so on and so forth. Uh, there's a demo using uh, you know, French Euro combination on the site. So, and then, you know, whatever fields are not translated by, you, you know, by in WordPress itself, Stripe has its own, you know, you're, you're setting something and sending it off to Stripe. So they're also displaying the correct currency and, and language and all that kind of stuff. Um, so, so from there, um, we, oh, we have a, if you want to add tax rates to uh, your checkout, you can. And then a big thing we have that's pretty popular is uh, cu- custom amount. So pay what you want, donate. It's it's user-entered amount, whatever you want to call it. Uh, a lot of people use it for donations, but some people also use it for, say, they have a bunch of different client projects, and they they say they tell somebody, "Hey, simply go to this page, enter in what you owe me, and yeah, and uh, that sort of thing." Or so it's so, like their own your own personal like Western Union Union money transfer, right? <laughs> right, but like yeah, like super simple though. I mean, yeah. it doesn't take much time, and and but a lot of people do use it for um, donations, which can be configured again to to be one time or recurring. So you can they can even check a box, hey, make this a monthly donation. Uh, that sort of thing. And uh, yeah, and then basically from there, it's, um, you know, it ties into Stripe's uh, subscriptions. Um, there's just, you know, they have plans and subscriptions, so basically they're recurring uh, logic. So, and then that's a, that's a kind of a whole nother realm, but, um, but, but we pretty much tie in with all the things they offer currently. So, you know, you can just subscribe somebody to a, a plan that you set up. So you, and, and in our documentation stuff, there's, there's, you know, how to, how to set up all these plans in Stripe. But again, I think you'll find, even if you're not a developer or technical, that it's pretty easy to do in the Stripe dashboard. So, um, and then you can set up if, if let's say you have, uh, you want to, you know, list a, a, few options in a drop down or radio buttons or or a pricing table of different subscription plans you can do that and let the let your customer pick which plan they want to subscribe to uh, you can also combine uh, a lot of these things so you can combine select a plan add a few fields like get some more information from them um, and then you can also say uh, have them enter uh, enter an amount they want. So if it, again, if it's a donation kind of scenario or something like that, they can say, hey, I want to I want to pay thirty bucks a month for this. You can have them. You know, they can enter that in. Um, a lot of donation uh, sites you'll see they'll have pre-selected plans 
and then but let the user you know override and enter what they want as well so and then for a few these are kind of more a little bit smaller cases but over time we had our customers ask for these so and actually i think this this might apply to folks selling uh courses uh, like certain types of courses so you have you might want to charge an upfront fee that's higher than the regular monthly plan so we call it a setup fee so um, let's say you want to charge $25 a month but you know to get started it's 100 and you can so you can add that into the first payment and then you can also uh, say this is only gonna you know this is only a six month payment and then you're done like you want to give lifetime access after six months or something like that um, installment plans payment plans um, there's also that ability uh, to to basically have it stop charging that monthly plan automatically and of course it could be monthly it could be bi-weekly weekly uh biannually i mean they, you have all these options as well so I think that's, I mean, unless, unless there's some other specific features you want to talk about, that's kind of the overall, um, you know, what we provide right now. And, uh, you know, we have a lot on a roadmap, of course, and Stripe themselves keeps coming out with a lot of things we want to tie into. Um, but yeah, that's, that's what we got so far. Yeah, that's a lot of options, a lot of <clears throat> different pricing models and, you know, access models that you can come up with. Um, well, let's let's transition into a conversation around a couple of use cases for course builders and membership site builders. Mm -hmm. There's two main scenarios I'd love to have a conversation on. One of them is validating or validation. Another word for that is piloting a course concept. And um, the other is on cross-selling and upselling from your courses and memberships to other products like events or physical products and, you know, other things. Um, <clears throat> so Lyft LMS has a e-commerce system. It also has a Stripe connection. It has a PayPal connection. You can integrate it with WooCommerce. But what we talk about a lot on this podcast is about not getting into LMS software or tools and building a fancy, um, you know, learning platform until you have validated your idea mm -hmm. with um, a pilot course where you run, you know, a small group of people potentially through even just live training calls like you can do with uh, Skype or Zoom or whatever to, you know, kind of take them through your course material manually and make sure they're getting results and that you can teach it well and you're getting feedback on how well your instruction is working. Um, so, but basically to offer that, I like to say to people, if you're really going to pilot your course concept uh, or validate it or build a minimum viable product before going head over heels into membership sites and learning management system uh, builds and stuff like that, is to all you need is like a Skype account and PayPal account, or in this case, with just a one-page website, a WordPress install with one page, you can... Um, you know, present an offer of what it is you aim to teach or what your membership is about. And uh, you can just use WP Simple Pay, put a buy now button on there. You could put a name your price button on there. You could set up a subscription. Um, you could collect additional information, add custom fields like what's your t-shirt size or whatever to, 
you know, hook them up with some swag or whatever. But um, really with like, a, you know, a, a $10 domain name, a $10 domain name, a web hosting account in WP Simple Pay, you know, and maybe throw in a, a WordPress page builder or something to create like a fancy sales page or whatever, or use a template that already exists. You can go from idea to website with a course or membership for sale, like in a day, like very quickly. Oh yeah. And then setting up SSL these days too. I mean, you can just get the, you know, have a, most hosts, reputable hosts have the, you know, free SSL through Let's Encrypt or whatever. And so you can start with that as well. Yeah. yeah. And that, and that another name for this is like your minimum viable product before right. you build out this fancy thing, you know, set up a page, put a buy now button on it and see if anybody will pay you. And uh, what a, what a great way to do that with WP Simple Pay. What have you seen? Like, I'm just curious in your experience. Just generally, like, are there certain industries or use cases where you see mm -hmm. people doing MVPs with WP Simple Pay? Yeah, definitely. As you were talking, I, I brought up a lot of uh, you know some of our customers and and some colleagues and friends I know personally. Um, not necessarily, uh, well, in all sorts of way like mvps in all sorts of ways so uh one that comes to mind and it's probably because it's the people i hang around the most was uh people that created or so basically uh, SaaS products or software as a service so they have um well okay i'll give you an example so audienceops.com it's a content writing service uh my, by my friend uh brian castle and just yeah. a side note here, Brian Castle has been a guest on this podcast. So just search oh. for uh, his name and you'll, you can find that episode with Brian. Sorry to get, sorry to interrupt. Go ahead. No, no. Brian's a great guy. Um, smart dude. Uh, and he has used Simple Pay. Uh, I think he still uses it for certain cases, but basically when he was getting started with audience ops and he was talking to his first you know, handful of customers. He, he you know, eventually I, I'm either assuming he has or he, or, or he's built some sort of custom Stripe integration for his software at this point. But when he got started, you know, he was just trying to, you know, get those first few customers and basically handhold them through uh, certain, you know, getting them set up and everything else. And so the same thing, he didn't need to build out a whole automatic you know connection to stripe and connected to a software he just he just needed to grab that payment and um you know maybe do a few things manually at first once the payment process but you know that's that's definitely a way to hold off on uh committing to building out a, a huge piece of software you know from the beginning before before you validate the idea itself so that's 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 a couple other people I know have have used simple pay for that. Um, I mean, that is kind of our sweet spot in, in a lot of ways. Like you just said, um, we've had and we have people graduate from our our plug into other thing, other solutions. And that's just that's just fine. You know, WooCommerce, you know, people selling physical products is another one. You know, they might have a couple uh, you know, couple products, but they don't know if it's it's really something they want to continue with or if it's going to make them you know, you know be a viable business. So sell a few and and kind of manually process it. You you know you don't need to 
you don't need some elaborate inventory system or anything yet or shopping cart system, then you start with that. So yeah, same thing with the the membership course. That's a, that's a great way to use it without having to spend a lot of money on a developer or yourself setting a lot of stuff up that, that you may not need at the moment, but you definitely can, can. So the cool thing with Stripe too, is that you already have this account set up. Um, you know, maybe there's a few tweaks and things you've done in your Stripe uh, dashboard. Like with, you can, you, you know, you can toggle a little, you know, fraud protection or, you know, how, how, strict you want to be on certain things and 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 that sort of thing and so if you already have that set up if you need to move to uh, a stripe um, add-on to you know an lms or membership site or or e-commerce uh, site then you can do that later on yeah that's that's a lot of good stuff there well let's talk about the other use case which is um, cross-selling or upselling. Oh yeah. i think a lot of times people end up with a shopping cart when they don't really need one I think um, when you, if you think about it, a lot of e-commerce activity, people are buying one thing at a time, even if multiple things are for sale. Uh, for many, many use cases, just a, a one product at a time purchase, or perhaps the website is only really offering one thing. They don't need, necessarily need a full-on shopping cart for you know a very a non like shopping cart experience. <clears throat> so for an online course or membership site, a lot of you out there listening are teachers or experts in certain areas. And uh, you may have courses and memberships, but you may do all, you may also have other things. You may offer some, pro, you know, on the side consulting. You may have a book that you want to sell. You may have uh, a live event that you want to sell tickets to. Um, but you don't need to like build a, a complex shopping cart. You could just use something like create a page on your site and add uh, these other offers and opportunities you have. You know, you could put a donate, donate me, donate to me page, buy me a beer, whatever on your website and use WP Simple Pay to, you know, deliver that donation uh, system that you need or to sell your event tickets or sell your book. Like Phil mentioned, you can collect an address and other information too. Um, you, you can just cross-sell and upsell other stuff that's not really related to your course and membership. And you can test ideas out like, hey, I wonder if my students might also be interested in this kind of workbook that I make around my material. Maybe I'll sell that separately or see if any of them are interested in private consulting with me. Um, you know, you could do that. So I don't know what, what, what kind of, um, could you, do you have any other ideas of other, uh, cross sell upselling, um, single product things that people use WP simple pay for? Yeah, no, you, you listed off a few for sure. Um, like any kind of digital assets beside, you know, you said books and stuff, but if like, like us, if you're just getting started, you know, years, years, a few years ago, if you're just getting started selling, uh, you know, some kind of software plugin, or maybe it's a desktop app that you created or, or Photoshop template, or if, if you're, um, or proposal template, I mean, if you're, what you're teaching or selling has some kind of digital, uh, things that you want to give or, you know, as an extra, you know, 
10 bucks or 20 bucks or 50, you know what it is, whatever it is, you know, you could package those up and just, you know, email them off or email links to those, um, manually for a while until it, until that gains some traction, uh, conferences and meetups are, are good. Just if you're, you know, there is some elaborate, uh, and good event and ticketing solutions for WordPress and for not, not for WordPress that are great. But if you're going to just try to small meetup or conference for the first time, you know, and, and you have a couple options, maybe, maybe, maybe you're giving away or maybe you're selling it t-shirt for if you pay a little bit more whatever it is you know you could uh yeah you could definitely use it for that and and not create an elaborate event site um i just want to highlight i just want to highlight that point if there's one takeaway from this episode it's all about like you don't have to overdo it there's a lot of people with technology where they they buy the cadillac and they bring it home and when they're just learning to drive or just seeing if they even want to go on the road Mm -hmm. um you know, one step at a time. I think the, um, I love the event analogy you gave because, you know, the first time you run an event, um, why not just put a buy now button and see what happens? See how many people mm-hmm. you get. Why do you don't need like this complex event system and, you know, pre-sell some tickets to make sure before you book the venue and everything. It's yeah. one step at a time. Yeah. I, I have a, I heard a story too of a guy, uh, well, friend of mine, he, he was creating a, it was a SaaS app software as a service. And he was in the beginning, he actually wanted to offer free trials. I don't think I mentioned that, but Stripe also has free trial subscriptions (laughs) that you can do. Um, But anyway, in his case, he didn't even get that far. He had people sign up 30 day free trial and he put on and, and just to see if people would do it. And so he put on it. Once people started signing up, he put on his calendar "Mm, three days before the 30 day trial ends, I need to get a billing system in place. (laughs) (laughs) So I didn't even bother even signing up for Stripe or anything until, until he knew that he had a few people that were in the trial, if that makes sense. So, um, anyway, yeah, those there, there's a bunch of use cases there. Uh, and I want to mention too, there's, there's even a few more. Um, I mean, so we've had people, you can create just a temporary checkout page. Like, um, you don't even, maybe you don't even want to link it on your site, but it's one that you're going to email out to a few people. Mm-hmm. Um, or after, you know, after you talk to them. So you can, you can create a bunch of payment pages for specific uses and not uh, really expose them to everyone. And then another thing I want to mention was if you're, if you don't, if you're still, uh, if you want to do a few automated things at the start, but again, you don't want to, uh, spend, uh, you know, money on a developer or code it yourself, uh, right away, a uh, uh, tool like Zapier, where you can connect, basically you can connect Stripe um, and, and, and to its events, like if somebody signs up for something and then you can have it email out or, you know, whatever it is that you want to automate a little bit more. Um, yeah, and just, just to that point, um, for those of you listening, if you haven't heard of Zapier, I'd encourage you to Google it, but it allows you to connect two different applications or apps to each other and have them do something in a way that they're not naturally connected to do. Mm-hmm. So could you give us some more use cases of what people might do from a connecting to Stripe? Yeah, sure. And actually, so we, you know, one of the features we have in our roadmap that we haven't built yet is, is uh, 
more customized email receipts. Okay. And so Stripe, what's nice though, actually, here's another thing Stripe offers is they offer basic receipt emails and, you know, that, that are, that are pretty good. They're, they look nice and stuff. They're just not real customizable. Okay. And so we don't have that in the, in our, in simple pay yet. However, we, um, we have, and I, I've have a few posts on this on our blog on how to use Zapier to, to send out customized email receipts. So um, again, to avoid building this, you know, either building a email solution yourself or signing up for another service that's too expensive or waiting on us to build it, um, you can use Zapier to say, hey, I would like to email customers with this information as soon as they buy. And that's triggered from the payment going through on Stripe. So, yeah. And you can you can basically look at any kind of event that Stripe would fire off and um, either connect that to Zapier or Zapier or some other service to you know when somebody signs up or if their subscription their credit card failed or whatever it is. So. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. Um, <clears throat> and for those of you listening, I'd encourage you to check out WP Simple Pay. Uh, whenever you set up any kind of e-commerce system. It's always a good idea to test it. My personal preference, uh, I like to do live testing. So I'll often do like a, you know, 99% off coupon or whatever. Um, you know, it's always good to, you know, test your experience. Um, make sure you connected everything right and all that stuff. And it looks and works and collects what you want it to collect. Um, what do you recommend? What are your getting started if somebody is listening to this and wants to get started and try out WP Simple Pay, what do you recommend they? What should they do to start? Yeah, well, um, like you said with the testing, I, I'm with you on that. Um, you eventually want to test a live payment somehow, and I think Stripe, you know, fifty cents is the minimum okay. <laughs> when you're live. But that being said, they have you can get pretty far with their. Test mode. Uh, being in test mode on yeah. Stripe, yeah, um, and you can do everything. Everything you can do, basically, you can test out everything in test mode. Stripe test mode. We have test mode in the in the settings in Simple Pay, and um, yeah, so it would just be basically kind of coming up with a scenario that you want to try out, whether it's selling a subscription or uh, you know a, a donation or whatever it is, and just you know, putting it, you know, getting the plugin and, and, and putting it on, uh, just a WordPress site. It could be a test site if you want. It could also be just a private page if you want on your site or, or an unlinked page and put it in test mode and, uh, try it out for a while. Yeah. Or a staging site, you know, any of that stuff. That's awesome. Well, what, if someone wants to try out WP Simple Pay, what what's the best place to go or how should they start? What do you recommend for people who want to uh, go on? Good point. I mean, a lot of the features I talked about are just in our pro plugin or premium plugin. So that would be wpsimplepay.com. Uh, but there, if you, if you want to just try the Stripe checkout overlay features, um, it's, you know, basically just a, just a buy button um, with those, with those, um, kind of a few options there that come up on the on the overlay you can you can just look up stripe payments in your you know in your in your plugins in your wordpress site and grab the the free version 
just to get started if you want. And uh, later on, if you need to upgrade or need to do a few more things, you, you know, you already have your Stripe account and, and Stripe keys and all that set up already. So it's pretty seamless to move to the Pro plugin that way. That's awesome. Well, for those of you out there listening, if you have a new course idea or you want to you know, try to upsell or cross-sell some other products, I would encourage you to check out WP Simple Pay. Throw, throw up a page, put that button on there and hook it up to your Stripe account and uh, see what happens. It's, it's validating your ideas and um, just making a clean, simple checkout experience when that makes sense is uh, so powerful. So thanks for making the plug-in, Phil. Um, for, for those of you out there, head on over to wpsimplepay.com. Where else can people connect with you on the interwebs? Yeah, sure. Uh, I'm on Twitter a little bit here and there, uh, at Phil Dirksen and, uh, I blog occasionally at phildirksen.com and yeah, those are the, those are the spots you can find me. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for coming on the show and we'll have to do it again sometime. Definitely. Thanks a lot, Chris. It's been fun.